Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Marr. Welcome to Page Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the weapons, particularly the handheld weapons seen in The Phantom Menace. There are some really interesting ones introduced here. So, join me after the break. Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator, and welcome to Page Turners They Were Not, my Star Wars podcast, and this episode of A Larger World. Today, we're going to talk about the weapons of the Phantom Menace. So let's jump right in. The first weapons that we see in the Phantom Menace, and these are specifically weapons of the handheld variety, are Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsabers. Qui-Gon Jinn has a green saber, Obi-Wan has a blue saber. Obi-Wan would pretty much use a blue saber for the rest of his life. Qui-Gon and a green saber that I realized yesterday. Green fits so well with the look of Qui-Gon. I can't quite explain it, but those are the first weapons that we see. And those are great weapons. They're great to see more lightsabers. And there's a lot of whipping out of lightsabers during the prequel trilogy. All right, then the next thing we see are the blasters or blaster rifles carried by the battle droids. I always thought it was a bit strange that the droids didn't just have guns built in like the B2 battle droids. But nonetheless, now I used to have, I may still have it, a toy of the battle droid blaster rifle which I believe was a squirt gun. I may still have it somewhere. My mom may have kept it. <laughs> um, that's really the next weapon that we see until the um, we do see briefly when Jar Jar Binks <laughs> takes Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan to Otaganga. Uh, the Gungan guards use these shock sticks. One of them shocks Jar Jar and he says, How wooed. No, very full house. How wooed. How wooed, as he says it. But then we come to when the Qui Gon and Obi-Wan liberate Queen Amidala and her retinue from the battle droids. We then see uh, briefly some of the guns used by the I believe we see them 
used by the Naboo. Now, all the weapons that the Naboo use are very elegant in design, just like the costumes and the architecture of the Naboo themselves. Um, everything in their culture reflects a degree of elegance and craftsmanship. Now, I may be mistaken. We may not see the blasters that they use until later. But I really do like the look of the Naboo. Not only are the, are the small silver pistols that Queen Amidala and her handmaids use, but there are also the blasters used by Captain Panaka and the other volunteer security forces, which are have brown handles and silver sights on them. Very beautiful, very elegant. And then, of course, your heroes escape Naboo and go to Tatooine. And we don't really see a lot of weaponry on Tatooine except for the fact that we see during the pod race on the Canyon Dune turn there are Tusken Raiders camped out who would like to take pot shots at the pod racers. They do hit Anakin's pod but don't cause much damage. But unfortunately, they hit Team Tobagali's pod and he goes flying. His pod racer goes rolling like crazy. It's pretty wild. And so we see the blaster rifles used by the Tuscan Raiders, though, if I understand it correctly, those look more like slug throwers than blasters. Like that they actually shoot bullets. I'm not entirely sure about that. And then we see them waving their gaffy sticks in triumph. All right, we're going to take a break to hear about our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to get into some big weaponry stuff. See you in a minute. All right. Now, the only weapons we see on Coruscant are the ceremonial rifles carried by the uh, Republic Guard. Which uh, probably don't get used very much. Though I'm sure it's quite deadly when used. Then, Queen Amidala surprises everyone by going back to Naboo. And recruits the help of the Gungans. Now, there is a weapon that we did see on Tatooine, but we're going to get to that in a minute. So they formulate their plan of attack, and the war begins. Or 
the war had already begun, but the battles began. And this is, I believe, when we first see the weapons, the blaster pistols used by the Naboo. By the same token, we then see the weaponry of the Gungans. Jar Jar mentioned that they have a grand army. And he makes an interesting observation when he's speaking to the queen and says, maybe that's why you don't like us. It's because we have an army. It's an interesting observation. Maybe there is a degree of fear there. The Naboo have the Gungans and their grand army, just as I'm sure the Gungans are probably somewhat fearful of other military forces. Obviously, Boss Nas doesn't think that the battle droid army is a big deal, but obviously he's wrong. As Obi-Wan points out about a symbiont circle. So we see the really neat blasters used by the Naboo, and then, of course, the Gungans. Now, the Gungans have some very interesting melee weapons. They have the these little, like, um, ball throwers. They use these, like, I'm not even sure what they're made of, but, like, plasma charge. Maybe, like, plasma-charged blue balls. And they have these little, like, poles that they fling the balls with. They also fling them in slings, like you would with slings and stones. And uh, really quite effective uh, weaponry. You know, or they throw them by hand. And then, of course, we see Jar Jar accidentally unleash an entire cart full of giant blue balls. Which actually end up being more effective than it might seem. Jar Jar's blunder actually ends up being pretty effective. But then we come to the mother of all phantom menace weapons. Probably the most famous or one of the most famous weapons in all of Star Wars. And that is Darth Maul's double-bladed lightsaber. This was in the trailer. It blew the world apart. Now, I don't mean that in the sense of division. I mean that everybody's collective minds exploded the moment we saw that lightsaber in the trailer. Now, on Tatooine in The Phantom Menace, we see Darth Maul use it. But he only uses one blade in his fight with Qui-Gon. Which, by the way, it's not on the soundtrack, but if you go and watch that scene in the movie, 
and Darth Maul and Qui-Gon fighting in the desert on Tatooine. The music in that scene is nothing short of epic. I believe it's kind of what you might consider Qui-Gon's theme. Go listen to it. It is magnificent. Speaking of great music, the moment Maul shows up in The Phantom Menace, or rather, at the during the Battle of Naboo, in the hangar, is the moment we first hear Duel of the Fates. Possibly the, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, Star Wars music piece. But he whips out that lightsaber, ignites one blade, and ignites the other. Our minds exploded, and the rest is history. Of all the weapons in the Phantom Menace, this may be the most famous. I am not particularly impressed personally with the design of the hilt itself. It's gray and it's got a lot of buttons. It's not very interesting. So I don't think I'd want to own this lightsaber hilt. So I don't know if I'd really want to own a replica of any of the weapons in the Phantom Menace. Maybe Queen Amidala's long stem blaster. But nonetheless, the Phantom Menace is full of some amazing and interesting weapons. But none will ever reach the epic heights that Darth Maul's double-bladed lightsaber does. Thank you for tuning in to A Larger World. Presented by Page Turners, they were not my Star Wars podcast. Let me know what your favorite weapons from this movie are. You can find me on Twitter at Brennan Blue. B-R-E-N-N-E-N. Actually, you know what? I just realized I just changed my Twitter handle. You can find me at Brennan Mystical. B-R-E-N-N-E-N Mystical. You can also join me on the 26th of October at 3 p.m. as I take on J.C. Reithenberg for the FCL Star Wars belt. Come follow me and all my misadventures. On the Outlaw Nation, Certain Point of View, Video Drew, Let's Get Ready, The World Girls, the list goes on and on. Sabrina's Film Club. Anyhow. My name is Brendan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. Thank you for tuning in to Page Journeys. They were not my Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.